think is the dad. To see my pretty face. What's up? What's going on, guys? This is Stephen Wendell coming at you for the very first time. I'm one of your co-hosts. Uh, we are Thrills, Kills, and Chills. Uh, our other co-hosts are Tanner Gray. How's it hanging, dudes? It's hanging, and, bro. <laughs> and we got uh, Mr. Nicholas Cook as What's well. What's up? What's up? Uh, so we're talking about like one guy in particular, and we're definitely going to get to that. But like this podcast in general is about some, oh, yeah, some pretty yeah, yeah, interesting things. Uh, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about some uh, serial killers. That's going to be our first series. We have a three-part series coming at you guys. And we have our top three faves. And we're going to let you know uh, what we think about them, some facts about them, give you a little overview, and just uh, have some fun with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to be bullshitting, drinking. So uh, Yeah, <laughs> that's literally all this is about, is having Feel fun. Feel free to uh, drink along unless you're driving. <laughs> Uh, please, please or, don't do you that. Know, you can have a little road soda in the way, mate. You know, yeah. you know we don't, don't condone know. drinking and driving. No, don't yeah. do it. Um, you'll get arrested. Yeah, don't do that. Or uh, hurt somebody. The, the first person, <laughs> the first person we're going to talk about is a guy named H. H. Holmes, yeah. and I feel like it's pretty, uh, it's pretty relevant to our first podcast because he's literally the first American serial killer ever, ever, ever. And that's 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 pretty that's that's some pretty good stuff. I feel like that's a good like starting basis for an entire podcast if we yeah, choose the very really first serial killer. He's the the number one. He's you the daddy. I mean? The daddy of serial killers. <laughs> I feel weird He's... for calling him daddy. Oh god. Yeah, that's a little. Uh, anyways, so so H H Holmes was just what they called him, right? H H Holmes was what they called him, but he actually had a real name. So his first name, right? Listen yeah, to this shit. Okay. Right, his first name was Herman Webster Mudgett. Oh, this is fire, bro. I don't know about that. I, I think that's why he changed his name. He was fire for like 1860. Yeah, maybe. Like, I think that's why he changed his name, to be honest with you. That's just fucking hideous, man. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Mudget is, hey, uh, is not exactly if the your most name. Of- if you're listening to this and your name is Herman Webster Mudget, please click away and <laughs> don't listen to this. No, but he was born on uh, May 16, 1861. Yeah, and that was, like, right before the Civil War. So there was, like, a lot of shit going on. We were a very, very, very new nation. And, yeah, it was... There was a trying time for America. And, obviously, at the same time, the most uh, infamous fucking serial killer in England was fucking doing his thing. And does anybody know his name? Oh, fucking Jack the fucking Ripper. Exactly. Jack the Ripper was literally doing, like, a few years before this is going on, was literally fucking slaughtering prostitutes. On that shit, bro. Cutting women open. Yeah, absolutely. And so this this is, like, something America was like, oh, this has never happened to us. Like, oh, look at England. Like, they're they're over here fucking the dudes, like, carving (laughs) prostitutes up. Like, this will never, ever happen to us. Yeah, nah, nah. It's not like... This guy's gonna fucking yeah, no, no, like uh, the, but this guy, his name is his last name is literally Mudget, so I feel like that's kind of like a a precursor for like serial for killing. being into weird shit. Well, yeah, well, Matt, but it also sounds like he's like incest or like I, was, I don't think bi- he was incest. Well, no, 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 no I'm just saying the last he name was, like, Mudget. Into you know, it. if I was like, damn. He- are you from the backwoods of Kentucky? <laughs> you know I mean? This guy is actually not. This guy was quite the gentleman. He had he, a mustache. Yeah, he had a mustache. Dude, his mustache yeah, was, was like actually quite fun. It was uh, actually a very nice. Most nice of the mustache. ladies actually really liked him. They thought he was quite uh, handsome. Um, he, he had them, some striking blue eyes. He did. That's yeah. what got him, dude. That's what got him in the so, <laughs> hotel. But we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, about we'll that, talk about right? that. But like, so like he had some nicknames too. Like, so he had his real name, right? And then he had his name that he named himself. 
because he hated his actual name. I don't blame him. And then he had some fucking uh, some serial killer names, which were the following: Beast of Chicago. <laughs> we'll get into that why why he was the Beast of Chicago during that time period. Yeah. Uh, it was Devil in the White City, the Torture Doctor, and the Arch Fiend. Those are just oh, a few, crazy. and all those are pretty fucking epic, dude. Yeah, I mean, those are like some pretty epic fucking names, dude. Like if I was walking down the street, I'm like, "Hey, dude, are you the torture doc?" I'm like, "You know what? You're damn right, I am." <laughs> I'd be proud. I'd be proud. I'd, I'd walk around proudly with like maybe some trinkets of my <laughs> slain victims in my like, coat or something. You oh, would think this guy, God. like, you were talking about incest earlier. This guy was like a freak or whatever. But like, dude, okay. this like. Like, so let's go ahead his early life real quick. His early life, like, he wasn't, uh, probably wasn't a bad kid. Like, <laughs> probably not, I guess. Like, so his parents, <laughs> his parents, uh, Levi Horton. His parents and, were probably bad, though. And Tom. Gee, look how he turned out. His mother was named Theodate. Oh, wow, that's fucked Theodate up. Theodate Page Price. <laughs> really Theodate Page Price. Like, okay, like, Theodate. So, you know, Theodore, Names right? were not, like, a common, like, Dude, names are awesome. But I mean, like, Theodate? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> we literally have on the board written here in front of us, above her name, we would wrote, what the fuck? Yeah, that's like, like, that's right, just, right, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's, it, what the hell? <laughs> you know? That's like crazy, bro. But they were, yeah, they, they were a farming family, and they were Methodists. Methodists. They're good old. Why do you say like that? Because <laughs> most... But anyway, word. Uh, <laughs> All right, moving on. Tortured victims. Oh, he liked to so, he like liked to torture small animals, right? That, so that's pretty. That dope. was one of his. Uh, niches. He had a little box for them, right? He had a little and box. His dad abused them too, so that's cool. <laughs> that's a lot. Okay, so uh, let's like pedal back just a little bit, right? All right so right, like right. getting ahead of ourselves. Well, getting ahead of ourselves just a tiny bit. So like, okay, first of all, g- correct. This guy was abused heavily. Apparently, like they would punish him and put him in the fucking attic. Yeah, they'd lock his ass in there for hours. Oh, I, I heard days too. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, so now yeah, like, you start I, to from see. what we read, like I've heard from the like I've heard some. Like, he was in there for fucking days, man. Like so they now literally you can did... start to see uh, so, why he might have. Turned out <laughs> I mean, that's a how that, that's now. a small representation of maybe why he turned out the way he did. Also, oh, his dad man. would beat him into submission. That's um, like beat him, beat him, and um, yeah, so. Uh, Imagine being locked into this fucking attic for like days at a time and your dad beating you because you're not like up to par for what the standards were at the time. Like, obviously, you're going to have some mental fucking issues, man. And you were talking about a box. Correct. So, like, what was up with this box, man? Like, what, what, what did he have in this box? Like, he what did a... he do with this box? <laughs> yeah, so this guy had a collection of fucking animals. Uh, not alive. <laughs> no. You know, he kept them all in a box. I don't, know what, all the animals I don't know what this man did with that the box. Same box. I mean, he probably just saw a rabbit running like, you know what? That would look good in my kill box. Uh, I'm just going to slaughter him, skin him, and just stuff him in there with all my other creatures. <laughs> that's not gonna gonna exactly what he did. That's exa- yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, fuck okay. yeah. yeah, that's, that's fucked. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked. That's, I think uh, if I was a parent, I'd be like, you know what? Uh, you know, I, son, we got to talk about this. They just ignored <laughs> it. They just literally ignored it. Back in the day, that was normal. Like, I wonder eh, how. It's normal. Kids just kill animals, slaughter them, put them in a box. No big deal. Like, my son, fucking, you know, Tom has that shit in my house as well. So I know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> and also, he was the youngest of, like, fucking three kids. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he was the youngest of, like, most of, of all the kids that his parents had. So, like, they're, at that point, they kind of just gave up. They kind of just, like, gave up on all that shit. Like, they're just like, you know what? This guy's the end of the line, dude. We're just kind of over it. Like, whatever. Like, 
And they were probably a bit harder on him because of that. You know what I mean? Like, like you need to make something out of yourself someday, son. <laughs> uh, uh, the <laughs> so last two beatings failed. <laughs> the last two guys we put in the attic, like our last children, like uh, they failed. They were the. Uh, they were just failures. We must have family. not put them up there enough, so yeah, we're going to put them up here twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to lock you in there for six weeks instead yeah. of three like you're So, like, brother. it kind of yeah. worked. That's the fucked up part. Like, yeah, he was a fucking psycho, but this guy was also a fucking genius. Yeah. Like, that's the crazy part about it. When he was a kid, though, before we even get to how genius he was, his friend died. Okay. There was a very, very close friend of him who actually died, and there is talk that he actually is the one that fucking killed him. Push him down the stairs or whatever. Maybe they got a little pissed off during a little... Hey, fuck you, man. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe they push him down there. there. But his response during the funeral uh, literally was he was not sad and he wanted to be alone. Okay. Pretty fucking weird, bro. Yeah, he was not sad for his friend who fucking uh, died. <laughs> he just didn't give a fuck. Nah, and whatever, Tom's dead. Yeah, right, cool. you know, you know, feelings, it's whatever. But it, and that's... Again, that's a really, really big factor when it comes to like people who are transitioning, I guess, quote unquote, into being a serial killer. Is like they actually lose uh, cognitive uh, empathy mm-hmm. towards other people, and they just really don't understand how to like feel like normal to another person. There is no, there is literally no empathy at all. No, like at all. It's 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 kind of an anomaly. It doesn't really happen normally. It's definitely an anomaly. Yeah. I would say like this is very very rare thing. And it could have been because of how he grew up. What oh, without things... a doubt, dude. I mean, you're def- beat and locked in a clock. Yeah, attic, you know absolutely. I mean? It definitely has something to do with it. Be disgusted by other humans after that. Yeah, absolutely. You just like kind of get like numb to it. I bet. Like, you locked into a fucking attic and beaten all day. But like, it didn't. It, it, but this does not have anything to do with how smart he was. This guy literally was was a genius. Like he was absolutely a genius. He attended the Michigan University of Medicine, and <laughs> okay. the reason he did this was because he wanted to attend the, the best dissection school in the country. Oh. Good old H.H. Holmes loved dissection. Yeah, he did. That was his fave. His absolute favorite. You know what? He was doing what he loved. That's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Is it all that matters, though? He had fun doing it, right? Like, yeah. You know, he did his best. It only cost him a hanging and uh, a lot of other things, but I <laughs> won't talk about that. But this dude, like this dude, was like literally obsessed with fraud too. Like, like his like his favorite pastime was like murdering, uh, and then there was like fraud. He's like, yeah, uh, my yeah, yeah, I'll kill my this primary, guy. My primary duties are to uh, dissect people, and then secondary is and withdraw a bunch of money and then. <laughs> It on prostitutes. I mean, I don't even think he fucked prostitutes, bro. Prostitutes. I just think he got off like jerking off during peepholes in his mansion, like uh, people dying of, in gas chambers. Like that's literally what he did. Like again, oh. you know, like we're, we'll get to that. But like during his time at the University of Michigan in medical school, like uh, again, his he attended the school strictly because it was the best dissection school in the country, and they literally allowed him to pull bodies apart and study them. And that was his like he was his little niche. Like he he fucked with that shit heavy. Well, yeah, like wait. I was like, he's like, I really just want to like tear these bodies hey, apart. Like look, I'm the best, I promise. And it doesn't like, matter what. Right. I guess it doesn't matter what you're into. There's a job for everything. <laughs> well, back then, that's literally what it was, bro. Like yeah. back in the 1800s, bro, you could like just literally say you're a fucking doctor. Exactly. Like you can just be like, oh, guess what? I'm a doctor. Like that's just literally what I am. And you're like, you kind of have to like guess. You're like, oh, are you really? Like you gotta like 
trust them. Like, I can't prove you wrong, so I, I guess I'll let you do surgery. Well, on take that. this, take this, uh, this serum, and then like possibly you'll get cured of your fucking uh, herpes. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe you'll get herpes. You don't or even know. A third leg, who knows? You yeah, know you literally saying? had no idea. But like, he literally went to the school strictly for dissection, and <laughs> like, I guess he was a fraud earlier, right? Like, he, this guy was a fraud. Yeah. The reason he was so successful at being a fraud is because he was extremely charming. Oh yeah. This guy was like, again, we'll go back to the mustache. The mustache. The mustache was uh, was quite uh, during the eighteen sixties was was the style. It was it was the thing that people went to. The thing that people actually like. Uh, it was it was cool. I guess. I yeah. Girls are like, oh yes, let me see that mustache. Oh yes, let me give you a little mustache ride. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's literally how it was. Like this guy was, he was only five eight, which is like reasonably like tall at the time. Yeah. One hundred and fifty five pounds and had blue eyes. Quite the ladies, man. I mean, one hundred fifty five pounds. That's like a that's like a stick. Bro. I could fucking nowadays. Slam him. Yeah. That's like my right thigh, dude. Bro, it's I like could the last girl I had sex with. Shit, I don't two eighty. She ain't a lady. You know what I'm saying? Uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> small times. Oh, uh, dude. So like. With this fraud stuff, right, he had a Canadian student friend uh, at school. They became very, very close. And he had this whole, like, fucking life insurance scam that he fucking did with him. And it was, it, that shit was quite something. Like, that, oh, yeah. They life both decided, okay, let's get yeah. life insurance on each other. And then we're going to steal a cadaver, right? We're going to steal some dead dude out of a grave somewhere. I can imagine him just, like, sweating as he's digging out of like corpse <laughs> in some grave randomly in the city. And then they're going to fake... Well, people were dying everywhere in Chicago at that time. they're like, hey, dude, you got a dead body? Let me take it. We're but they're probably like a... giving them away for fucking free. Oh, yeah. Bring out your dead. Yeah, literally. It was like medieval times <laughs> and that shit. Yeah. Bro, like... And then the plan was, after they stole this cadaver, they were going to fake a death and then collect that money, 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 money. That fucking life insurance. <laughs> money. That's literally what they did. They literally were fucking... They got people and like fake their own deaths and be like, oh, guess what? My friend's dead. Uh, and they're like, oh, okay, here's money. That's how easy it was back then, man. Like, that's oh, fucking yeah. crazy to me. That's, like, that's wild. You would never get away with that kind no of shit No investigation, nothing. The, the police don't even come and take statements. It's just like... <laughs> they would yeah. fake their deaths and literally, like, collect the cash. Collect money. Yeah, that's literally that's all wild. it was. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, this, like, all this money, I guess, like, helped him graduate fucking med school. Uh, he graduates as a fucking certified doctor. Wanted to be a pharmacist, obviously, as serial killers do. Like he had all the drugs, <laughs> all the drugs. Yeah, he could do anything he wanted. It was all on his fingertips. It was fantastic for him. And he went to Philly. Yeah, I mean, as we do, the city of brotherly love. Oh yeah, let's get down there and open up a sketchy pharmacy. Huh? How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he did. And like, it, apparently, like there there wasn't much that was talked about his time in Philly. Like, but apparently, it didn't work out too well. Like, no. it literally was like, okay, fuck this. I can't scam enough people here. I'm going to go to Chicago. He left Chicago in 1886. Yeah, he went to Chicago in 1886, the uh, the sketchiest of sketchiest places. And this is before he even got his new name. So he's still yeah. Herman Webster Mudgett. Yeah, yeah, he's but still then, there. But then when he left and went to Philly, he's like, you know what? I got to be more sophisticated. I got to be more uh, have a new professional. Name. So that's when... He became H.H. H. Holmes. H.H. H. Holmes, yeah. now. And that's, um, I feel like that's a step up for sure. I feel yeah. like that's uh, that's pretty solid, dude. Like, I, I, He's just a clout chaser. <laughs> I mean, I He's would be. He's copying Sherlock Holmes, bro. Yeah, the clout chaser. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but like this this guy, so he moved there to Chicago like in 1886, right? But Chicago during that time, dude, was literally a the most brand new city in fucking America. Yeah, it was it's quite large. It was up and coming. Um, and there, it had a lot of fucking problems. There's just a lot of shit going on. After, like, the first major event that happened there that really felt like... Imagine building a great city, right? And all of a sudden, there's the Great Fire. Oh, yeah, the Great Fire? Yeah, the... Chicago? Woo! The Great Fire of Chicago, literally, like, they had a bunch of shit going up. They had a lot of fucking economics, like, business coming in. The city was relatively thriving well for for a new city in America. But the Great Fire did happen, and the Great Fire was detrimental on the entire economy and the people of Chicago. Well, yeah, I mean, if fucking 17,000 buildings destroyed. That's a lot right? of fucking That's buildings. That's a lot. 100,000 homeless. You know what? And There's they're an estimating upside to all this. 300 There's people upside dead. to all this, though, right? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, you want to know, well, right? Yeah, I know. Y'all upside? are probably thinking, what? How is how how is it an upside to this? Just shit? devastatingly outrageous. Y'all are probably driving to work right now, mad as shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? All right, <laughs> now nah, let me explain. Okay, so this shit's gonna create so many job opportunities. You know, yeah, it does. Gonna need people to rebuild this city, correct? Correct. Uh, you, That's yeah. absolutely correct. Right, right. It starts booming. You know what I mean? It after, actually after does. So break, like, after that shit goes down, dude, like a bunch of people move into the fucking city and start rebuilding the entire city. That brings a lot of jobs. That brings a lot of people who are willing to work, and uh, they want to rebuild it from the ground up. and And that's why H H Homes actually moved there because there was so much fucking opportunity. Opportunities, yeah. you know, everyone's gonna be way wa- more every- victims. <laughs> Everyone wants to go to Chicago right now. You can get a job so easily there. In eighteen ninety two, just by the way, there's only uh, uh, one thousand six hundred murders. Oh yeah, that only. ain't shit, bro. That, that ain't that's, enough. Yeah, I see that. I see that every day, it's bro. Full of opportunity there. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Opportunity to fucking murder. Oh, yes, I need all the people in my murder council. That's literally probably all why he them. went there. He's like, wow, there's a lot of people being murdered. I want to be there. So where's like a good place to go if you just want to murder people? What, what would you suggest? I, I I mean, during that time, Chicago was a pretty big deal though. But like, right, the, right. But like, so they had this really really big event that happened there that kind of put them on the fucking map. Yep. And it was called the Chicago's World Fair. Step right up, see the one-eyed monster. Yeah, shit, in 1893, I mean? <laughs> Chicago was actually chosen uh, to be the place <laughs> where the World Fair would be Everyone at. Everyone in the was... world in one place. Yeah, it was pretty wow. wild, man. That's like, crazy. And that brought tourism, that brought fucking money, obviously, and a lot of fucking like clout to the area. And people were all over that shit, man. Like They wanted to be a part of the new fucking city that was coming up. They knew it just came out of the Great Fire. There's a lot of rebuilding going on still. Uh, and they just wanted to be a part of the economic, uh, the boom. There was a new boom. There's new sense of like renewal in the area. And, wh- and wh- when did this happen? 1893, right? Yeah, 1893. Yeah. And over a million people actually came. Yeah. Oh, over wow. a million people across the world came to fucking Chicago. And that was a huge fucking deal back then. Oh, that's a that's a million people. That'd be a big deal now. That's Yeah, it's huge. A yeah, million fucking people? Like, literally imagine? from across the world just decided to come to Chicago. And no one knew fucking Chicago was at that time, dude. They were just like, all right, I guess we're going to go into Chicago. Oh, there's a fair across the, on the other side of the planet? Cool, let's go. <laughs> a million goddamn people. That's a fucking lot of people, man. Like, yeah. that, And imagine- that literally put Chicago back on the fucking map. Like, imagine your dad just comes in one day, right? You're living in, like, Kansas or some shit on the farm. You're done. Well, guys, pack up your shit. We're leaving. We're going to fucking... <laughs> we're going to the World's Fair in Chicago. At the same time, during that 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 same year, 
Right. Again, like there, there was there was so much crime. There were so many things happening negatively, and so I think popping for real, <laughs> popping like that's poppin that, I feel like that's why our dude like moved there. Like if you yeah. think about it, you have millions of migrants. All these people dying already. Anyways. Exactly, they're not gonna notice like, a few like two hundred people dead. Exactly, <laughs> it's like the gold mine of fucking serial killers. They're like, <laughs> like literally, they they have no track of who's coming in there. It's yeah. all fucking really nilly, and like you literally are just murdering people left and right. No one will fucking notice. Yeah, no one they're gonna fuck. die like, anyway, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. like they'll die of like fucking disease or some yeah. shit. Like who cares? Like, <laughs> like that's literally what happened. And like he literally found a certain spot in downtown Chicago, uh, and he built his very very first pharmacy. Yeah, cool. he, 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 he worked business. for these two specific people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this old lady and this guy that owned this pharmacy, right? Yeah, so he yeah. was like, you know what? Let me get in good with these people. And again, he was quite the charmer. He was quite the charmer. He was a ladies' man. Yeah. So he and and he could, I feel like he could bullshit him way, <laughs> bullshit his way out of anything. Yeah, I mean, like, this like if he went, if he died and went to the pearly gates, he could like damn near bullshit him way into heaven. And God would you know probably mean? let him in. Like, you know what? Like, you know, he I seems like, like a nice guy. Let's go ahead and let him in. There's a beanbag yeah, chair. He might have killed a few like 20, 50 people, but you know, I will let him in and see how it goes. You know what? We'll you know what I think about that? I don't think fraud can get into heaven. Okay, well, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> so like, he. Fu- he he fucking got <laughs> he he literally like talked to this old lady who owned that pharmacy before he bought it in Chicago, right? And literally just charmed the fuck out of her. Was worked like there, worked there for a little bit. They worked there for a little while, like paid his little dues, and he's like, "Hey, hey, babe, how about you let me uh build a new pharmacy here? Let's just take over your shit." Well, then, and, and also- you know what? She's like eighty and shit, and she's like. You know what? My husband's dying anyway of cancer. Like, you know, like I, I guess I could just give you my pharmacy. You're just sweet, young man. So here's the interesting thing about that, though, right? So her husband's dying of cancer, right, <laughs> on his deathbed. Yeah, right, right. right. Please tell everyone I love them. Yeah. Type shit, right? And so he dies, yeah. right, and then. She mysteriously just like disappears. Oh yeah! After she gave him the pharmacy in her, and like she sells him, quote unquote, sells in this pharmacy. Oh, I'm sure. And again, he's a fucking fraud guy. So this guy literally like and probably didn't too. pay a goddamn thing for it. He just was like, "Hey, babe, like, <laughs> wink, wink. Go I'll ahead, watch and over me. the place for. I you. got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she literally gives him her entire pharmacy after her husband because she's in mourning, dude. Poor lady. Like, and then eventually she said, "What? Well, like, she fucking disappears." Gone. Well, interesting. Gone. You know, we're talking about a serial killer here. <laughs> it's uh, crazy. It, it's just interesting. It just it boggles my mind. That motherfucker killed killed her. Oh, absolutely. She, doubt. And people are literally In asking about her. <laughs> They're like asking about her. They're like, like, yeah. Have like, you guys like, seen Margaret? Yeah. Have you seen her? Like, we've been looking at her for, for a long time. Like, well, you've been in charge <laughs> of the pharmacy for like a quite a few months, so we're quite worried about her, especially with her age. And he's like, oh, she moved to California. Moved to California. Yeah, she's gone. Uh, she's I think gone. She went she, to go uh, over there to land a hand. Yeah, she ain't coming back. I promise you that. Like she, there's some family problems. She's she's laying underneath some palm trees. Yeah, uh, she's she's on vacation. Maybe I don't know. There's don't multiple, worry about it. Yeah, uh, there's multiple this reasons. This place is in great hands. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, it's uh, that's <laughs> the thing. Like it's kind of up in the air. We at this point, <laughs> I know as much as you guys know. <laughs> like uh, that's just how that's how it goes. Like, but but while I'm here, I will take care of you. I got the, I got it. Like, don't even worry about it. Yeah, so he, he offered to buy that 
that fucking shit <laughs> on a payment on a payment plan. But did he? Wink, wink, payment wink, plan, wink. meaning I'm not paying you, motherfucker. Never paid it. I'm just going to kill you and take it. <laughs> and that's literally probably what he did. We can't really, like... We, nobody really knows, but yeah. it, it's probably what fucking happened. Uh, so, basically, he took the pharmacy. He found this beautiful lot across the street that was very, very empty because of the fire. And that was his future fucking murder castle spot. <laughs> <laughs>